It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Janice Dean. I'm David Asman. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, April 6, 2022. I'm John Saucier. If you're wondering what $100 million will buy you, we are finding out today. The Biden administration is sending another 100 mil worth of weapons into Ukraine. That flow of weapons, particularly the stingers and javelins, have absolutely been a game changer uh, for the Ukrainian military. Now, the Ukrainian military wants more weapons. This is the Fox News Rundown. War on Ukraine. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. New sanctions, new weapons, and new claims of atrocities as this war in Ukraine drags on. The Pentagon gave a press conference today to talk about the transfer of more military assets into Ukraine to try and help them fight off the invading Russian military. I would say that the Pentagon assessment, and this was the uh, very, you know, part of a very broad intelligence uh, uh, assessment that did end up proving to be remarkably accurate. We're speaking today with Fox News national security correspondent Jennifer Griffin. In fact, if we look back on the things that they predicted that Russia was going to do and the way they were going to prosecute this war, most of it was spot on. And and really, I think what you're referring to is the fact that Kiev, the capital, did not fall within 36 hours, which was part of the initial uh, plan that Putin had. And uh, the the Pentagon didn't have any reason to doubt that uh, given Russia's superior forces and massive, massive amount of uh, over, force overmatch, that they could take the capital in 36 hours. However, the factor that, that uh, what, what you heard Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and General Mark Milley say when they were pressed on this issue, they said, did you ever ask yourself that some of the weapons and the support and the, the quiet support and training that the U.S. had done inside Ukraine of Ukraine's military, that that might have also uh, stymied the Russian military and caused them not to be able to take the, uh, the capital in 36 hours. So I thought it was a very interesting back and forth looking back on what the assessment had been. But I don't think it's a failure by any means. I think what you heard Lloyd Austin say is that there's a very good reason that the Ukrainians have been able to stand up as strongly as they have. They have, A, the will to fight, but they also have a heck of a lot of U.S. and NATO weaponry uh, and training for the last eight years. And in the big news today, of course, President Biden imposing new sanctions on Russia, but also approving more money in the form of $100 million to provide more of that weaponry to Ukraine. Now, we got some of the specifics today at a Pentagon press conference that you were at. What exactly did Pentagon spokesman John Kirby talk about? How is that $100 million going to be used? Well, that $100 million that was authorized last night by the president, that is for javelins. Javelins typically are anti-tank missiles, but we've also learned that they can be used to bring down helicopters, just like the Stinger missiles. So that 
$100 million of, of uh, security assistance, that falls under, uh, you know, remember, we just had $350 million authorized. Uh, prior to that, $800 million. We're up to, you know, well over $1.3 billion in the la- since the war uh, began on February 24th uh, of security assistance that's been flowing into Ukraine almost nonstop since uh, w- within hours after the war began. And what was interesting is hearing uh, the press secretary, John Kirby, describe how in the history of the Pentagon you've never had weapon shipments from the time of signing uh, off on the the authorization of the weapons to, to be drawn down from supplies already in existence within U.S. supplies. There are, in some cases, those javelins, those stingers are getting into Ukraine within four days of the sign-off. So that's incredibly fast when you, it's, if you know anything about how the Pentagon usually works. Um, and I think that, that they're very proud of the, the methodology and the way in which they're uh, secretly getting these weapons uh, uh, into the country. And they're changing their routes every day so as not to be seen by um, by the Russians, obviously. So, so those, that flow of weapons, particularly the stingers and javelins, have absolutely been a game changer uh, for the Ukrainian military. Now, the Ukrainian military wants more weapons, and that's why you saw last night they're clearly going through those javelins. Very, uh, that's, you, you see the images now, not only of massacres and atrocities that the Russians committed in places like Bucha, where their forces have pulled out of, but you also see the tanks strewn on the side of the road, blown up, and they're blown up because of these javelins, because of these in-law, which are the similar uh, kinds of missiles you, that were given to them by the Brits. Um, they, they are using those shoulder-fired missiles to great effect against the Russian military. Yeah, that's a great point because we all know any sort of government red tape can delay shipments or just anything. So it is absolutely um, crazy that just how quickly these weapons are being transferred. But also we heard Russia said that any sort of weapons transfers into Ukraine is fair game for them. So it's uh, very remarkable on both ends. Let's get back to some of the weaponry today that was talked about during this Pentagon press briefing because I heard a term I've never heard before switchblade drones something the united states ready to provide can you talk about what this is specifically and how ukraine is ready to use them it's really interesting a switchblade drone is basically almost like uh, a hand grenade that's delivered by drone so it's a very simple to use system it's um, small and it usually is used to target tanks or or vehicles and there are two types of switchblades. There's the 300 variant and a 600 variant. And the 600 variant is uh, a lot stronger and able to penetrate armor like for a tank. And so right now we know that at least 100 switchblade drones have been sent into Ukraine and more are on their way. And what was most notable was that uh, we heard from the Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby that there are about a dozen Ukrainian military uh, uh, officers who have been who are being trained here in the U.S. They had started that training last fall as part of the normal exchange with Ukraine, and and they were doing a course. And they tacked on a couple of days where they uh, took them out and taught them how to use these switchblades. Those. Ukrainian officers are going to go back into Ukraine uh, very soon, I'm told, and they will now know how to use this new weaponry that's starting to flow in, and it will help them against, again, these these Russian convoys, the, the tanks, the, the uh, uh, personnel carriers that are coming in. 
So it's very interesting to see the innovative uh, technologies. You also heard recently that the president signed off of sending Puma drones. Uh, It's not clear right now whether the Ukrainians know how to use those Puma drones, but uh, you can uh, bank on the fact that, that the U.S. is trying to match up the type of weapons they're sending with what the Ukrainians know how to use already. Our guest is Fox News national security correspondent Jennifer Griffin discussing more military aid being given to Ukraine as this war continues. We'll continue the discussion right after this. Let's talk about the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, quickly. He has been pleading for weapons all throughout this war, specifically to the Pentagon. He wants 500 javelins per day, calling for nonstop weapons to flood his country. Obviously, that's easier said than done. The Pentagon has met many of those requests, but it kind of seems like they're going with the requests as this war continues on. Jennifer, do you see a Pentagon strategy for providing weapons, or are they just doing that? Are they kind of taking it as it goes here? Well, I think there is a strategy. Again, the the strategy is to give uh, the Ukrainians the weapons that they need right now, that they know how to use, that they can use most effectively on the battlefield. And we've seen, again, just like in the Afghan war, you know, remember the Stinger missiles that brought down the Soviet helicopters, and that was a game changer for the Mujahideen. The the Javelin is sort of the, the, that kind of weapon, as well as Stingers, that are being used against uh, helicopters and as well as uh, the the tanks and and other forces coming in, so they've been incredibly effective. Now, what Zelensky would like, what President Zelensky would like, he wants more than that. Originally, he wanted a no-fly zone. That became a non-starter because NATO did not want to get into a shooting war with Russia, so that was problematic. Um, and then he also wanted MIGs. He wants uh, air defense systems like the S-300, which only some. Uh, uh, some NATO members that have bought those S-300 systems from Russia have those. Uh, that S-300 system is quite big. It would have to be backfilled with a U.S. Patriot missile defense system. Uh, that is all kind of being worked out. It's just not as easy or maneuverable uh, a weapon system to get into Ukraine. The other thing is, as you mentioned, Russia said they will target any of these uh, these uh, supply lines in terms of weapons coming into the country. So sending in smaller, more maneuverable, you know, kind of weaponry that can be hidden is better than sending in, you know, sending in flying in MiGs, uh, can be done, but uh, but it's just it, it becomes a bigger target for the Russians, and the Russians again do still have a great deal of weaponry and personnel available to them. They've been pretty tied up. It's certainly shocking seeing uh, what a beating they took around Kiev, the capital, and and then the atrocities that they carried out in those towns that they've uh, pulled back from. But the Pentagon said today that. They assess that all Russian forces are out of the Kiev capital region, and that's kind of stunning given where we were uh, just uh, just a week ago. Um, but I think the weapons, the way, the strategy for the the Pentagon is to get as quickly as possible, as you know, user friendly weaponry that can make a difference on the battlefield and can help the Ukrainians defend themselves. Do the Ukrainians want more, and do they want bigger and better and all sorts of uh, – the wish list is long, uh, but there are, is some reality to this situation, and the Pentagon is trying to meet their needs. They're on the, they, they take phone calls 
you know, almost daily from the Ukrainians to, to uh, share notes and compare notes about what they what they might need. Um, but it's it's just that the the demand is great. And um, but I, I do think from people I know who have seen the flow of weapons in and the creative ways that they're getting them in, nothing's holding up the flow of weapons right now. It's just that uh, the Russians also have a huge force still in inside the country. Fox News Pentagon correspondent Jennifer Griffin, we really appreciate you giving us some of the specifics here because when you hear $100 million, okay, there it goes. But you actually, you know, talk today about what that money is paying for. And we all know Ukraine desperately needs it. We appreciate you joining us here on the Fox News Rundown podcast, War on Ukraine. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.